This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was best pranks ever. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And folks at home may not care, but I'm realizing in this moment yes. the mic's a little low. Do I look hunched? I wasn't going to say anything at first. Now that you've brought attention to it, you look almost uncomfortably hunched. Your like, neck is at an unnatural yeah, angle. I have an old Italian grandpa sitting on the couch vibe. Correct. Belly out, knees up, just kind of like shrimped. One of the things about you that has been oft discussed on this podcast, you have a very strong back. And the mm. way that you are positioned right now, it is as though your back is weak. It's and not utilized. That that's not the it's case. not utilized. Correct. That's my issue. Yeah, that's right. Your so, folks, if you're wondering what Billy Scafiri looks like right now, think of a lowercase letter C. Exactly. Not yeah. even upper no way you're curved in an unnatural way that i've frankly never seen you sit before billy's adjusting as we speak i hope not improving i hope you find comfort in this in this hour yeah i feel like the shape <laughs> of pac-man i feel like the shape of Pac-Man. it's sort of unfair because in this room dynamic i default to the couch yeah. which is a luxurious yes you're in a is, bathtub i have my jacket is splayed out i have plenty of room mm-hmm. you who do all the work as previously covered discussed, in wires yeah, covered in wires <laughs> trapped by microphones yes a cactus mere inches from your head Fun. and your spot in your spine. You have a succulent behind your head. <laughs> exactly. So a plant that requires very little work no and water. still beautiful. That's right. Yes. So there's a disparity in there comfort is. for sure. Yes. For sure. You're I winning. am living the high life. Yes. And you're unfortunately in this moment a bit crunched. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit crunched. <laughs> what do you want to do about it? That's do a you... fair question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to fix it. But this is not my studio, and I know that if I try and alter things, bad things happen. Bad things happen. We're a little bit klutzy. So yeah. you, but right now I feel like you've adjusted your sitting posture just a little bit. I'm feeling too much of my wallet right now. Yeah. Like when you sit, my wallet is in my back, right? It's yeah. well discussed territory. Yes, of course. But when you start sitting in unnatural territories, you start to feel your phone casually slipping out of Correct. your pocket. You start to feel your keys jamming into your legs Correct. in a new way. And Correct. right now, because I'm sitting like Pac-Man, Correct. I am in the shape of a letter C. Yes. I am should be in the shape of a capital L. Yes. That's the ideal. That's the natural Skifiri posture. Yes. Or human posture, but just, I mean... Whatever. Anyway, my wallet's jamming in my ass. I wanted to ask you something about that, because I know that you, uh, like, this sort of, like... Um there's a trend right now in men's fashion, fashion in general, but and, and you have hopped on it and you look really great wearing oh. it. That sort of shoulder mm-hmm. sling kind of like strap. Yeah, it's kind of like a fanny pack for the core. It's awesome. Yep. Do you when you wear that, and I've seen you wear, do you put your wallet keys and phone in there? Yes, because and I think the rise of popularity is the uh, of those shoulder sacks. Again, like the thing that goes across your yes. shoulder, wraps around. Yes, small size yes. of a fanny pack. Yes, is because athleisure wear has caught on. More of us and more men are wearing sweatpants. Yeah, and when you sit in the car. Your keys can fall right. out of said sweatpants. That's right. So a little bit more security on your hike or whatever. Exactly. Just strap it in. Exactly. Strap it in. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. You think there's been a, a rise of athleisure in the in the sort of in pandemic? The... Oh, oh pandemic. yeah, dude. Everyone's getting cozy, comfy. We're all working from home. There Imagine is no... wearing jeans in the pandemic. <laughs> Why would you wear Why hard you? pants I know. in the pandemic? You're so right about that. It's like elastic reigns supreme. Yes. Don't fight it. Pre-pandemic, Don't I was not it. wearing casual sweats. Yeah. Definitely not to a meeting. Definitely yes. not to a, like an encounter. Yes. But I'm now encounter. learning to 
Embrace the sweat. Yeah. 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 And I think you're very right. This is part of that. The sort of shoulder sling. Athleisure. Is, athleisure mm-hmm. is part of that. Yeah. Has your fashion changed at all in the pandemic? <laughs> uh, I started from a slovenly place pre-pandemic. Okay. So I've just been able to luckily continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I get most of my clothes from our dear friend Chris. That's right. The clothes that he throws out. Hand-me-down. Hand-me-downs from our dear friend. The rare adult hand-me-down. <laughs> a, a peer-to-peer adult man. Hand-me-downs hand- feels like at around six – like, now it's your turn to buy the clothes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I haven't – I'm six. Yeah. In, in the fashion world, I'm six. Yeah. And well, Chris you've is, been six, yeah, and that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, exactly. People usually become seven. I'm 38 in yeah. real life, and yet my our 38-year-old friend Chris is hand-me-downing yeah. these jeans. No, really? Chris. Chris. Pants, even. <laughs> Everything. We I'll once take, worked with a caterer. We once worked with a caterer. Do you know where this is going? No, 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 no. We once worked with a caterer. <laughs> and, what? folks, yes. Adam and I were fun on the floor. Yeah, we were. It a was good... mixed company, yeah, yeah. various ages, various uh, ethnicities. Like we were a light. team and yeah. a family, but Adam and I. We had fun. We were making people yeah. enjoy the we gig. We definitely had fun. We were making the most of the time. Sometimes people would <laughs> like us. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> now I do know what you're going to say. Please continue. Are you sure? You I, tell me when you want me to pass the baton no, like no, no, a track no, please star. Take the baton and run. Okay. Go. I'm going to sprint. Go. Sometimes caterers liked us. And you didn't know the line that it would ever cross. Yeah. Like if they would ask you out on a date, neither one of us, I don't think, were ever asked out on a De- date. Me, definitely not. But that doesn't mean that they didn't like and kind of love and not know how to show said love to us. Well, there was a caterer. Who liked, loved Adam. Yes. Liked, loved Adam. Yes. And one day, she gifted Adam, and I hate to say it, but all of these details are true. Correct. A pair of her blind husband's pants. (laughs) Which were like purple corduroys, if I remember correctly. I mean, they were... (laughs) They were definitely either purple or corduroys, if my memory serves. They served, were definitely they were corduroy. Yeah. Purple? I thought they were green, but Maybe I don't they remember. Could green. They could have been green, yeah. But, but they, they were, were a pair of corduroys. pants. A pair of used pants. Her blind husband. Stolen from her real blind husband. And she gifted it to you in earnest. I thought about that in years, man. It, yeah. she, she handed you down Here. those oh. pants. Thank you. Pants. Thank I've you. never been given a husband's pants by his wife. Especially not on the Blood. catering floor. And it's like, did, does yeah. he know that you're giving these away? That's the did worst you, part. Did you... That's the worst part. It would have like... just been a quirky gift. Yeah. But when she said, because was... we wouldn't have known that detail. Yeah, that was like disabled abuse. Now yeah. you're like abusing your disabled husband by went stealing sideways. Went sideways. Went sideways. <laughs> you went home that night with a new pair of pants. pants. Did you wear the pants? They were. They did not fit me. Mm. It was a gesture. Right. It was a, the, the gesture was was lovely. Yes. And was generous. Yes. And was philanthropic in yes. its own way. Yes. But in practice, it was a disaster. I'm uh, yep. blind. The pants don't work. They yep. don't fit. Yep. It's weird to give a co so, But did you keep them on the shelf, though? What do you do with those pants? You, you can't just put them right in the trash. They may have been upcycled right to a Goodwill situation. Okay, if, good. That's the right answer. I don't think I'm tossing them. That's, uh, I, I respect the blind too much for that. So now but, I am realizing, Adam, <laughs> I too was gifted an article of clothing from an associate of ours <laughs> who, like, loved me. Catering? Yes. Okay. Continue. I can't believe I also received an article Continue. of clothing. <laughs> what was the university on like 66th Street all the way on the east side? Roosevelt, Rockefeller, Rockefeller University. Rockefeller University, Rock that you. science research. We would cater there. 
we would cater there. Yes. Every site has a catering director. Yes. This one was only like five years my senior, and frankly, she was fun and pretty yep. and nice to hang out yep. with. Yep. Yep. I would go so far as to say that she would request me. Okay. To put out the bagels in the morning. <laughs> Billy will be good at this. It's a friendship as far as Billy's concerned. Yeah. It's $19 an hour sure. in 2007 That's... as far as Billy's concerned. Exactly. Okay. $19 an hour in 2007. Exactly. One gig under five hours. Yes. Still got paid for five hours. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Three-hour gig. So... She just calls me up to the office real quick. Oh, God. She has a gift for oh, me. Oh, God. A gift. Not wrapped, but in the bag. Oh, God. And the bag is from J. Crew. I got a J. Crew roll neck sweater from the catering director at Rock U. And it was, I hope she's not listening, a flirtatious move. <laughs> well, for sure. Yes. Up to, was it a bought? Yes, was it new. A new, a new, nice, navy blue roll neck sweater. A couple questions I have. Come uh, to me. Uh, in your mind, mm -hmm. she went to J. Crew and bought it for Billy, or she she bought it for a friend that didn't have a chat laying around. It was an extra. Presentationally, somehow. the latter. But truthfully, I think she went to the store and said, this will bring that caterer closer Un to the freaking believable. Yes. Next question. Did you wear it? All the time. Okay. So that's amazing. <laughs> it was a functional sweater that, in New York City. That fit you and was perfect and J. Crew was nice. Yes. That sweater probably cost more than I made that day. That day. Right. Jesus. So I guess in our catering life, we were being clothed. <laughs> yes. More than. <laughs> so this whole hand-me-down <laughs> cheese that I gave you in the yeah. first few minutes, you're not alone. I guess We've not. all been, because of our goodwill and yes. merriment, been given clothes in return. Well, again, and uh, you're being kind by by retracting your tease, but the tease still applies because, in fairness, that was a gift from a store like a normal. Yeah. Not a blind husband hand-me-down corduroy.com. That was yeah, do <laughs> on the catering floor. I remember we were at the same event. And you told me, I, 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 I yes, I got, I was I just got... gifted these pants by her, and she was like twenty five years our senior, yeah, older, yeah, older. older. Maybe he didn't need the pants. <laughs> they were way too big. They were like too wide. They weren't for you. They, weren't for they were me. for a man with a different body. Correct, completely yes. different body. Yeah. The reason that Chris's hand me downs work so well is because we have in a, in, in a vague way the a generally same the same age. Shape. You came through the same generations same with the same fashion yeah. trends. <laughs> this woman who's 25 years her senior said to you, you I'd go. like to give you pants from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband will truly never, never know. know. He'll never, he will <laughs> never ever know. Some of the best years of our of lives. Of our life. If you are new to the podcast, next episode, listen to Catering with Dan Klein. Dan Klein. Find that one. Yeah. You'll get plenty of catering stories I mean, there. we could do almost infinity episodes yeah. about our experience But catering, those pants. But I've forgotten about those We were those gifted cords. an outfit. Can't we were it. gifted a full outfit in our eight years of catering in New York Corduroy City. Corduroy pants and a nice roll neck sweater mm -hmm. that you wore. Yes. Equality. J. Crew. Out the bag. What did you say? Were you, did, were you like, I was like, oh, thanks. nice. <laughs> In my mind, I was like, you either ask her out right now or you don't. And yeah. that will actually probably identify the nature of your relationship yeah, right. moving forward. Right. But I was like, you're a site director yeah. to me. Like, I have other friends and yeah. a new, uh, another life. Yeah. I love the sweater. One of my lowest moments at catering, and maybe we talked about this, speaking of site directors, was at Lehman Brothers, RIP. Mm. 
uh, when we were catering at Lehman Brothers, and the the site director there was also a woman or senior. She was mean, mm. and she had. Were sh- you allowed to eat um, any of the appetizers at the events? Of course, you're not. Al- I mean, of course, you're not allowed to. Right. And of course, we all did. We were starving. <laughs> starving. We were starving. I made every myself day. sick at PS One once for eating too many stu- cheese stuffed chickens because you went from starving <laughs> to starving. another to another state. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did pop a couple appetizers in my mouth, and this grown woman asked me, a, in, in scare quotes, grown man. Um, I was clearly sort of ch- mid-chew. Yeah, you had something in your mouth. And she said, do you have something in your mouth? And I shook my head silently, no. And she said, open your mouth. Yeah. Open your mouth. And you didn't swallow. And I didn't swallow. Why did, didn't you I, swallow? It was like, imagine the vi- like the visceral physics, the choreography of the moment. It's like... Like the swallowing would have been more like incriminating. I, I, was caught. I was caught. It's more incriminating to open an empty mouth after both kind of know you swallowed versus open your mouth and she sees a mouthful of chicken that doesn't chicken. belong to you. It's in there. That's I, my chicken. That's yeah, my to chicken. Herself. You give me that. She sticks no, her whole hand in your mouth. I get <laughs> pulls it out. That's my chicken. That's my chicken. My chicken. Puts it in her mouth. Her mouth. My chicken. <laughs> Boss move. You go up to in jail. You go up to the biggest guy and you punch him in the nose. That's it's right. Like you take it. Establish <laughs> in catering, authority. You take the chicken out of your caterer's mouth. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's my chicken. Uh-huh. In retrospect, I should have swallowed and made up a lie. Mm. Oh, I just swallowed my gum. Right. Oh no, I just swallowed. That was just a big swallow. Right. And I also, who are you? Yeah. Right. Who are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, catering. Catering. Anyway, today's not going to be about catering. No. <laughs> today's going to be about – well, Adam, what day are we recording this episode? April Fool's, April 1. Mm-hmm. Here we go. America's craziest The day. prankster's delight. Yes. Yeah, we celebrate thine pranksters yep. today. Get bad. Yeah. Get crazy. Yeah. Today's episode is called and will be about best pranks, pranks ever. <laughs> We've already sold the show to VH1. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. On name alone, That's best right. pranks ever is yes. going to be on at 3 a.m. on VH1 for Correct. the rest of your life. That's right. Is VH1 still a network? With a it's gun to my head, be. I couldn't tell you. I it's mean, gotta uh, be. It's I, a reality show network now. It do ha- they have like Rock of Love? I don't even know what that means. Seems like it. They do. Okay. VH1. I hope still exists. But again, do you? I, do you act? Do you actually hope that VH1 still exists? Well, to me, like it, this sort of brings harkens back to our songs that we played. Now that's what I call CBS episode because mm-hmm. VH1, where MTV was showing the cool music videos, it does seem like VH1, in my emotional memory of the 1990s, was showing the Glock, was showing the Jewel. It was Love like the music Glock. videos for your yeah. For like yeah. an older crowd. Yeah. An older crowd. Totally. No, yeah. So like totally. So I like to think and again I know that this is off discuss like no one shows music videos anymore. Like that's yeah. what YouTube's for. Right. But uh I don't know what VH one would even do now. Well let's find out. More the reality act break. shows. Yeah. Okay, let's find great. out in the act break. Cool. We'll come back. You and I have two different lists yeah. that the internet <laughs> yeah. has procured yes. about the best pranks ever. ever. <laughs> We're gonna talk about them. We're gonna talk about them. <laughs> But first, we're going to Google, is VH1 still around? <laughs> we'll be right back. Aye! VH1 is still around. Aye! Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. We're talking best pranks ever on this 2022 April Fool's Day. VH1 is still around. Not only is VH1 still around. Huge. Some of their programming includes okay, I... Bye Felicia. Stop. Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. <laughs> Love and Hip Hop Miami. Love and Hip Hop. I've heard of that. Wild and Out. Oh, the Nick freestyle Cannon's rap Wild and Out. Okay, Did sure. Did you have to audition for Wild and Out? I had to audition a couple of years for Wild and Out, and I was like, I don't want to be a performer for you. I think I did once. Yeah. I think I did once, and I felt out of my league, hated over it. my head. Hated it. I think it. that guy, Russ Bryant, did that show for a while. He's very a, good at he's it. He's amazing Yeah, it. Yeah. He was the right choice. Did you? I remember rapping for Nick Cannon. Oh, I don't think I got that far. <laughs> and 
I did. I mean, you'd be good at. You would be good. You would have been good at that if you wanted to do it. Yeah, if your heart was in it. I watched the show and I was like, oh no, 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 no! It just was not. The show is so like weird and misogynistic and like it was just like no. Well, Nick Cannon is famously weird. Yes, famously weird, and he was famously weird in the room to me. So I did a freestyle rap, and he did like that. Or and there was a true crew behind him. And then he said, "Do a rap like Two Chains." Okay. Two Chains is an Atlanta, like, yeah. Southern rapper. Yeah. I don't, and I shouldn't that. be doing I'm that. I'm not that. <laughs> and I remember, like, spiraling in my head and performing poorly and telling Gersh, like, that was Please, bad. I don't, no more, no more, right. no more Two Chains. Yeah. Don't send me out for the Two Chains roles. Yep. That's hysterical. Well, I'm thrilled to hear the VH1. Happy for VH1. I'm happy. What? In your guess, what does VH, VH stand for? Like, Video Home 1? As I'm like, this yes. is our number, number one. Yes, as a matter of fact. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> What's our VH1 reality show? What are we pitching yeah. to the video home one? Uh, I'm just trying to gauge of what was on the family therapy with Dr. Jan. By Felicia. By Felicia. Black Ink Crew, Wild and Out. Black Ink Crew. Mm-hmm. Black Tattoo Artists? I think so. Okay, Maybe. cool. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like you and – maybe it's just like our crazy L.A. life. Yeah, like Billy, Billy and Adam's, Adam's crazy, crazy L.A. LA life. life. Would watch <laughs> – Adam tries to find parking again, mm-hmm. struggles as usual. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Cra- we live such a crazy LA life mm-hmm. here in LA, mm-hmm. the city of dreams, mm-hmm. that like you would want to tune in. Mm-hmm. The crazy hijinks and antics we get up to every day mm-hmm. never ends. Billy was just moving bookshelves yesterday. I moved bookshelves into the night. Do you last know what night, I mean? So, so that's like, episode that's two. Crazy. That's episode two. You wouldn't even believe it. Like, we went in looking to buy bookshelves, and we also bought some sort of shelving unit that isn't a bookshelf. A so, shelving unit, gang. Episode three. So like this so is Billy like and Adam's this crazy LA life crazy to VH1, Look hosted by Nick Cannon. But until then, we're selling to VH1. Yes, best pranks ever. Adam, kick it off. You have a list in front okay. of you. It's April Fool's Day, so okay. Don't prank me. Don't Great. give me a fake no, prank. No, no, from no. Your I real wouldn't prank meta list. prank you. Okay. Now this is from the website funstufftodo.com, which is just a <laughs> one of the first ones that came up. So okay, top ten. April Fool's Day pranks. Number one, message. Change your phone message on April Fool's Day. Record your voice saying, hello? (gasps) Pause. Hello? (gasps) Pause. Oh, my gosh. Is anyone there? After another pause, finish it up with April Fool's. Oh my! <laughs> so like the voicemail. Yeah, the voicemail. Love it. Change your voicemail so they th- so the caller thinks that you've picked up the phone mm-hmm. and says words to you mm-hmm. and then realizes that you they got duped. How many voicemails do you get a week? Voicemails. Voicemails. Voicemails have become a bit of a loss from sig- from real people in your lives, not like uh, this is some fake car lease. Per you owe week. This. I mean two. Like two. Yeah. Two. I don't even know if I'm pushing two. Yeah. I don't have an answer machine at my home. All I have is voicemail. Yeah. And I just don't have voice memos coming in in that way. You're, and, and you're saying not counting like spam because I got a lot of like spam. No, I'm talking like, about like a real person who would remain on the line if I said, hello, hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> as a matter of fact, Adam. <laughs> Let's uh, give the listeners a gift. Okay. Uh, something they could go home with. Yeah. An April Fool's gift. An April Fool's <laughs> gift. I'm going to do one recording of that. Great. You're going to do one recording of that. And then if an intrepid listener wants to splice it, it and then use it as their voicemail. That'd be cool. Now, sure, the person calling them might think, 
This isn't the voice of uh, Gina, who I'm calling right now, but maybe they can get past it. Maybe they can get past that. I'll go first. Great. Hello? 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 April Fools! (laughs) That was really good. Okay. Okay. So I would probably go like, um, hello? 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 <laughs> April Fool. I mean, you're getting the job. April Fool. I, I leave off the S. For savings. For savings. <laughs> <laughs> I, people do stuff like that with their voicemail, though. Like, like I haven't listened to a voicemail. Yeah. What do people do with their voicemails? You listen to voicemails? You leave voicemails on cell phone numbers? No. I don't so leave voicemails. You? So when you say people do that with Maggie, their voicemail. Maggie, my, my, my dearly beloved wife, Maggie... Mm-hmm. Took a her voice me- message, whatever, mm-hmm. on her cell phone is an old recording of her grandfather's voicemail message. So when people call Maggie, and again, no one's leaving voicemails these days, so it almost doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. But it's like when you call Maggie, and if you get the voicemail, it's like an it's like her late grandfather's voicemail. Wow, that is like hello, and it's just like a, this exact prank. No, not this prank exactly. Anyway, but. But people, t- but there's there's fun to be had with your voice recording message. Okay, but yeah, we're, maybe I'm being yes, no. You're right, but you're we're right. out of the but we're out of the voicemail era. Voicemails are a 20th century artifact. No I'm loving saying hello like hello, hello? Like, like a Jewish mother yeah, in Long yeah. Island. <laughs> Jacob, Mark, hello, hello, April Fools, April Fools. <laughs> Adam, um, I think your list rocks. Can I think you, it does. What's number two? Okay, and I'm reading this kind of uh, cold reading here. Number two, palms down. Palms down. Tell a friend that you know a great trick. Oh. Put your hand palm down on the table. Okay. And balance a full glass of liquid on the back of your hand. Okay. That's the prank? (laughs) Bet your friend that they can't balance a glass on both hands at once. Help your friend to put them in place. Now what? As now they're. Ha- I know. I know what's happening. As soon as you have the glasses balanced on the prospect's hands, yes, stand up and walk out. They'll be trapped and will have to spill to escape. <laughs> I don't fully. April fools. <laughs> so okay. sorry. Let Can me you walk, walk me you through, through that one. Yeah, they made it way more complicated. <laughs> I'm than a little possible. lost. Prospects. They said Adam, the word prospect. Adam. Yeah. I know something you can't do. Oh, cool. You're a confident guy. You yeah. think you could do it? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Put both palms down on the table. Okay. Pop them. Okay. I bet. That if I if you have two cups of water on top of your hands, you can't get them off. Oh, do you think you can? Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. Now you have two cups of water. How do you remove your hands without spilling uh, one of the cups? You're oh. stuck there forever. And now you walk out the door, and here I am, a fool. Forever. Forever. Yes. And I live and die here, and I die of natural causes with the two glasses of water in my hand, unless you're kind enough to come remove them. April Fools. <laughs> Pretty good. Damn. Is that a prank? It's like yeah, it's in the prank family. Yeah. Best prank the- ever. Yes, as a matter of fact, one it is. One of the ten best. One of the best. One of the ten ever. best. Yeah. I'm going to switch off of VH1's okay. um, reality show webpage. Cool, cool, cool. And go into another. Okay. In 1957. Oh, boy. A historical best prank ever. Okay. In ni- My list is going to be <laughs> best pranks ever rooted in history, history. And your list is going to be best pranks that you can do on right uh, now. your community. DIY. In 1957. I wasn't expecting the 50s to be brought The in. BBC news program Panorama okay. aired a three-minute broadcast showing farmers in Switzerland plucking spaghetti from trees. Funny. 
Following like a very precisely scripted plot, the program informed viewers that in Ticino, on the borders of Switzerland and Italy, the slopes overlooking Lake Lugano have already burst into flower Hilarious. and at least a fortnight earlier than usual. Funny. And then it went on to add that the w- mild winter and preceded spring resulted in an exceptionally heavy spaghetti crop. Funny. I like that. I mean, like, I'll also talk about the difference between, like, American humor and British humor. Yeah. It's and just, just writing. That's a British article. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Like, seriously. Yeah, Just exactly. Proper grammar. That's hysterical. Yeah. That's hilarious. Spaghetti, uh, spaghetti, spaghetti grows on trees. Say it again. Can you, you think you'd be convinced in this day and age with the internet, can we still get away with things like that? Well, this is what we were talking about before we sort of got on the mic as we ta- We saw a tweet by LeBron James. It was like, I'm out for the season, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And it was But like, that's more plausible than spaghetti one day waking up and being like, oh, by this lake, spaghetti grows on trees. <laughs> I think I'd be hip to the fact that that was a that that was a goof uh-huh. that that was a prank. Yeah, uh, but I don't know, man. I'm, We're getting I fooled willy nilly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, We're getting fooled willy nilly. I'm not you like thought... a discerning media mm-hmm. whatever. Like I can be on that easy. note, Adam. Yes, we got to get topical, please. Being a non-discerning media person. Yeah, Will Smith smacked Chris exactly. Rock, and your first ten minutes was fake, fake. Absolutely, I complete. Perfect example. My my response to you was, I don't know, uh, bud. That's right. And you were, and then like uh, like after a couple more minutes of rolling it around and looking at the footage and seeing Will Smith scream from the audience, I was like, no, it was real. Yep. But absolutely. So to that exact point, I am gullible right. as the rest. Right. But would I buy a spaghetti tree off the lake of whatever in Come Italy? On. I've I made spaghetti. So. It doesn't grow yeah, on think, trees. I don't think so. Right. <laughs> Although, sorry, excuse me. Look, we're genetically engineering beef in labs. Go. It's like... Scientists are doing wild stuff. We're gene splicing now. So yes. would I, if I was, if it was sold to me dryly yes. and BBC ish enough, yes. that it was like these crazy scientists have engineered you're a pasta selling tree. Me. You're selling I'd be like, me. Damn, like okay, you're selling me. They're growing meat in labs. Like now we're making pasta trees. Like as a matter of cool. fact, I think that you have just. <laughs> 3D printers exist. Right. We can now manufacture whatever we want. I think some of it is possibly edible. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think it's trending in that direction. Yeah. That that aside. Yeah. 2.0 is not just making things out of printers. We need everything to grow on (laughs) On trees. trees. Yeah. That's right. How great would that be for the I know. (laughs) A, we're going to need more trees. Good call. Bye bye, deforestation. This is like, I think we're going to need things growing on trees. Because then it's like, what does it grow on trees? And it's like, yes. yes. As a matter of fact, by Lake Takano. Correct. This is the motorcycle tire tree. So I ask you, Adam, what would you, if you could plant a tree, what kind of tree would you plant? Corduroys that fit me. Wow. You know what I mean? Like corduroy, the 32 by 32. Corduroy pants now grow on trees. Yeah, I think so. That fit. That I don't, So I don't need to hand me down. How do you guarantee that they're going to be size 31, 31? Like I leave that to the scientists, to okay. be honest Oh, with so you. you're going to be like, working with the scientists. I'll yeah, be working in conjunction, in concert with scientists. Like yeah. I'm the idea guy. Yeah. Like I'm not actually like splicing the genes or creating the seeds. I'd like to think that <laughs> in a few years after we start growing everything on trees, yeah. we'll then have seeds. That could be like, these are gene seeds. Gene seeds. These are corduroy seeds. Correct. And now these are thirty, the 31 to 31 section. Even more specific. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. I think so as technology advances. What what do you think – what sort of novelty tree would you might – I would want to grow trees on trees. Oh, a tree tree. A tree tree. Yeah, that's good. I want a trees to grow off on my tree. trees. Mm-hmm. And then – and then I want to plant second seeds next to that tree tree yes. with – let's go 
brother printers. Yes. So now I have a whole forest growing off of one tree, and each tree is producing paper. brothers, brothers, paper, paper, brother, brothers. Brother, the trees paper. feed each other. Mm -hmm. Now, the trees that grow on the trees, do thine secondary trees also grow Tertiary trees? Yes. On thine trees? Yes. It's an infinity tree loop I that saves the, the earth. I, thank you. I was the kid who, when uh, you were given the opportunity to get three wishes from a genie, yes. I would always say, I want infinity wishes as More my wishes, first wish. Of course, of course. And then the person across the table from me would inevitably say, you one can't. of the rules is you can't uh, have infinity wishes. wishes. And then I would say... Okay, my first wish is that that rule is no longer in play. My second wish is I want infinity wishes. So we're dealing with a kind of a galaxy brain thinker here. <laughs> Clearly, like, we're dealing with like a sort of a next level. I hadn't even considered eliminating the no infinity wish clause as a wish. Duh. Like, duh. That now is the that most no brainer. <laughs> well, that, okay, I wish that's over. Okay, thanks. I want what I want. <laughs> Don't give me three wishes. Give me one. I think that's actually the takeaway. If you're a genie, if you're a genie and you don't want three, to get caught up. you're asking for trouble. I have a way out I can every game this. Time. I'll game it. You can't beat me at three. Eliminate the barriers. Genie. Take the bumpers off the bowling alley. Yes. Take Even the bumpers two, off. you can't beat me at two. But if you give me one wish, genie, my hands are tied. This is unbelievable. I never <laughs> even thought about eliminating the clause as wish number one. Of course. And I also want to say, just from an environmental standpoint, trees growing trees, imagine the oxygen output. I mean, that by is... By deforestation. Bye. Goodbye. We've talked about how just to Just think of my earth. one tree alone. Huge. That could probably give enough oxygen to a small Country. And then once the trees that are growing on the on the sort of ore tree get mm -hmm. too heavy and the branches start to whatever, you can then cut those the secondary and tertiary trees down, replant them, forest. Bye-bye. Defo Hello, reforestation. Sure. Or we're creating a whole new type of tree yeah. that will learn to be self-sustaining and we won't have to cut it. Yeah. And we'll take up – it'll be like the skyscrapers in mighty Manhattan. Oh, my God. Growing this to is... the sun. <laughs> So it's. I feel selfish for my pants that fit Think the of the new now. ecosystems it's, it's that all... will form in the various tiered tree. Now, we've talked about how to save the planet on this podcast before. And, of course, we're all familiar with our another brilliant going innovative idea. Going to 7-Eleven, getting one sheet of ice and going to the ocean and dropping it in. So, like, that's one way. That's yes. one way we can do our part. Yes. But I think this is actually uh, – this More is practical. A <laughs> This is more practical. Yes. <laughs> Would have a longer lasting effect. Of course. And it's just, frankly, a big idea. It's easier to accomplish because who has time to go to 7-Eleven and the beach take, in take, the same day? That's uh, traffic. Yeah. takes forever. No. You tune into Billion Adam's Crazy LA Life to know how hard that would be. Yes. That's hard yes. to do. Mm -hmm. But planting a tree tree. It's practical. You know what I mean? I do. I so do. this is, oh, that's, we stumbled upon something kind of innovative and brilliant mm -hmm. here. So, that's big. And that's not even a prank. That's just a, I mean, thank you, Bill. One more prank before we go into the second act break. Here we go. Number three, boiled. Take the eggs boiled. from someone's refrigerator. Oh. Hard boil them. Oh. Then put them back where you found them. <laughs> Can work well when camping. Only do a few if you want breakfast. Mm. This feels like this has been written by a bot. Um, okay, so <laughs> – sorry. Let me just get, get – oh, okay. So someone – Take their raw eggs and, and hard boil them. And hard boil them. And then they want to make scrambled eggs. They crack it on the pan and they're like, this uh, egg is already hard. <laughs> April Fool's. Sucks, though. Don't mess with someone's food. Don't mess with someone's food. And also, I would, that almost feels like a favor. Like, oh, thanks. This is instantly <laughs> It's already it. cooked. As opposed to <laughs> – Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. We're having steak and I already cooked it just how you like it. Exactly. April Fool's. <laughs> Fools. 
That is a funny character. Someone who doesn't actually understand how to prank someone. But then just ha- conveniencing everyone yeah, around everyone. them, but always just tails it with April Fools. That's a good April Fools, actually. Yeah, that'd be a great day if your Helping life was convenienced in a, in a variety of ways Helping. by someone who doesn't know. Yeah, everyone's getting what they want. <laughs> what they want. They think you're you're being tricked and you're being convenient. April Fools. April Fools to me. <laughs> Second act break, Adam. Okay. What should we do now? Um, hmm. Second act break. We were talking about tree trees and brother printers mm-hmm. and uh, tree trees. Tre- <laughs> we played a snake song. We played a snake song last week. I Home Alone, the Home Alone track. Home Alone. Yeah. We talked about how we had taken the um, sample of Hava Nagila yes. and turned it into a beat on the song called Wrong Feels Right. Love that. One of my favorite snake songs, personally. We should listen to it so that the audience can actually hear. Hava Nagila yeah. in the track. Yeah. Because I think you will be able to identify it, and I think it might make the listening experience that much more interesting. Now, you know, behind the music, VH1. Behind the that music, a little bit of a, of a, of a sample. Yes. Behind the, how we got there. So this is VH1's Behind the Music <laughs> featuring Snakes, Wrong Feels Right. Like a kite, find a fight at first sight, cause the wrong feels right. I am known to know what's right, then do the opposite. Why? Because the wrong feels right. Ain't no rules to this game, no stratego. Any place that we go, people fiend for their ego. Plead to be seen, yo. Cheap like you need glow, but we glow, we we grow, we know, we're so-so We're average, we're cabbage, we're baggage We're extra, we're unnecessary We're packaged, we're soft, but we fight We spark, but we shine bright I'm mixing ginger ale in my Sprite Cause the wrong feels right I am known to know what's right Then do the opposite, why? Because the wrong feels right I am known to know what's right Then do the opposite, why? Cause the wrong feels right
Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. We are obviously talking about the best pranks ever, and that was a little peek behind the curtain. That was our Havana Gila mm-hmm. sampled mm-hmm. Uh, into the song called Wrong Feels Right. Speaking Shout of peek behind McKillen. the curtain, yeah. Adam, peek yeah. behind the curtain, yeah. you just flubbed. Yeah, I did just flub. You flubbed. I got a little lost in time there. The... Why don't you tell the audience what your flood was? Sure. I we coming back from the act break. I usually say welcome back, but in my sort of spazzy moment, I said thanks for listening, as though this were the end or the beginning, the sort of intro or outro. Yeah. April Fool prank show. Prank. <laughs> April Fool! You got me! You got me! I got you! Uh, did you for a second think the show was over? I thought for a second that yeah. like he didn't know what he was saying, but folks, he knew what he was I saying. I knew what I was saying. That Fooled was an you. April flub. Flub. April flub. Speaking so I, of flubs, yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily speaking on flubs, but yeah. this is how I'm going to get there. Yeah. You start, and I don't know if the word star is the right word. I'm nervous. Okay, you could just say, I'll give you an option. You okay. could say pass. No, no, no pass. You could say pass. No pass. If this gets to a place and you need a safe word, just say pass, Bill. Okay. Gotcha. Copy. You starred. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. In a CBS primetime show. And I believe oh. you were a bad guy, and I believe you were an art thief. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I got a text from yes. my father. Starred is relative, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the episode. Yes. Yet. Neither did I. Yet. Yeah. Got a text from my father. Yes. Round Who got an email from my mother. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> and it just said, Adam is a bad guy, LOL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this was during the Oscars. And yeah, so, and we right. were watching, the, right. my, yes, me yes. and Marina were watching the Oscars on delay. Yes. And I wrote back, is, is Adam doing a bit in the Oscars? Because I thought you maybe were doing like some live performance on stage or something with I'm one fl- of the hosts. Flattered that, you, flattered that you would think that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility sure. for a bit or a sketch or sure. something that happens. Sure, sure. Okay. I write back, is Adam doing something during the Oscars? I'm watching it on delay. He writes back, he's an art thief. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Dad gets it. So now I'm thinking Adam is playing an art thief in a sketch at the Oscars Oscars. because I said, is he at the Oscars? And he said, he's an art thief. (laughs) LOL. You're like, okay, you're putting the information together. (laughs) And I was just like, I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to. But I feel like more friends of mine would be like, Adam (laughs) is playing the art thief in this scene. And I'm like, only my dad is telling (laughs) me that Adam is an art (laughs) thief at the Oscars right now? Turns out, Adam was on CSI, CBS. NCIS. NCIS. It's all the same. I believe my dad said CSI. It's all the same. NCIS. Yes. When did you shoot your scene on NCIS? And can you talk to the viewers? Because I don't think a lot of us really know how procedurals like that work. What was your experience like? And why didn't you tell me for one second (laughs) that you were shooting it, you maniac? Yeah, I... I, I, uh, Why? uh, I, I, okay. The boys, Amir should know, Wendelkin yeah, should know. Yeah, sh- I guess they should know. Marty should know. Um, I, I guess I just thought NCIS, all due respect to all viewers of NCIS, is so out of your and my yeah. kind of like media diet. All the more reason for us <laughs> to have a case. I, I guess so. That That's a good point. Yes. It's like, it was almost a matter of like, no, this is just going to come and go without any of my peers knowing about it. And that's okay. I'm like, Too that's late. Fine. Not Too anymore. Late. April Fool's. <laughs> peers, do you mind if I say this out loud? No. Find the episode. It aired last week. NCIS. Yes. Do you know the name? Do you remember the name of the, the title of the episode? The title of the episode is called Pandora's Box. Okay. Of NCIS LA. Don't spoil it, but tell us a little bit about your story arc in the show. Okay. Uh, full disclosure, I too haven't seen the episode. Not sure I ever will. We know. D- d- yeah, we yeah. know. <laughs> tell us about your guy. Okay. You got cast. You auditioned against other people and they said, you're the guy. I did. Yes. That did happen. Yes. Um, this is season a billion of this show. We know. Of a billion Tell NCIS's. us about your guy. 
Okay, his the character's name was Hieronymus. See, this is why you got to ask the questions, folks. We're not getting out of that. We're not getting him to say that organically in life. The character's name was Hieronymus. Time out. To... I'm not. I'm not letting you blow past nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what ethnicity is Hieronymus? Yeah. Right. Um. Good How question. does that start with a G? Starts with an H. Hieronymus. I would say if I had to take a swing, H E I R O N Y M O U S. Hieronymus. Okay. Yeah. Sounds maybe Greek. Yeah, it does sound Greek. It, th- there was a famous Hieronymus uh, Bosch, Bach, okay. Hieronymus Bach. Anyway, uh, Hieronymus was the character. Was there any name. small talk on set or during the read through where someone was like, hey, that's quite a name you're No read through. No read through. No read through. Okay. Didn't exist. Okay. Um, Hieronymus. No. Okay. Hieronymus no. is here. Hieronymus. Who is Hieronymus? Uh, I get from the context clues that I have about the episode, he is a nefarious, uh, villainous art dealer to your dad's. Art dealer or art thief? Um, art dealer. Okay. Art dealer who has uh, procured and acquired some shadily gotten art that he is now selling on the black market. Yep. Okay. Yep. In a warehouse, as you can imagine. Is Hieronymus wealthy? Seems wealthy. He wears uh, bespoke suits with pocket squares and nice color signs coordinated. Signs of wealth. To high signs of wealth. Signs of wealth. Signs of wealth. Okay. Uh, so he does well for himself, it seems like. A bad guy, because that's what my dad said. For sure, bad guy. Okay. For sure. He is arrested. Okay. I uh, was cuffed. No. And Indoors yes. or outdoors? In the warehouse. My This is a – I shot for one day all in this warehouse, yes. one long day all in this warehouse. Um, there was the – there was like two separate scenes. Yeah. The first one was me um, – so I, I gather again that Chris O'Donnell and LL Cool J, by the way, are the cops in this show. Time out, ref. Everyone to the sidelines. Everyone to the sidelines. I have two thoughts. Chris O'Donnell and LL Cool J. Hold on. Time out, ref. Time out, ref. <laughs> Two thoughts. One, did you meet LL? No. Damn it. Chris O'Donnell. It was, you did meet Chris O'Donnell. Yes. Time out, ref. Second question. Yes. Did you or did you not beat Chris O'Donnell in a contest once? Chris O'Donnell? In a contest? You did a college film and you won an award for- Wow, Billy. And your you were memory is out of Chris control, Chris O'Donnell. And I was like, dude. Adam's better than Robin. How do you even remember that? Because I, I was How like, I'm meeting- How do you these, remember that? Because I'm meeting these actors and I'm like, they're interesting and different. And then you won an award and you beat Robin in an acting contest. Wow, Billy. And I was just like, Thank wow. God you are here because you uh, you have remembered details of my life that I have fully forgotten. I think you're right, man. I do too. <laughs> You I beat can't Chris O'Donnell. That. What a! This was when you were in wow. NYU, and he was a professional actor, and sure. you were both up in a film festival. You were in I Killed Zoe Day, Who Killed Zoe Day, whatever. Yes. He was up for some other thing, and I was like, "Well, he was Robin in a Batman movie, so he has to beat Adam." <laughs> and then Adam knocked my man on his ass, took the trophy, trophy, and I was like, "And this is my man, folks. <laughs> meet Adam." Okay, oh, <laughs> and here we are today. The two contestants in a warehouse. Rematch. And he got his revenge? He certainly did. Damn. There was fight combat. I had a stunt double. Time out, ref. That looked vaguely like me, but worse. Time away. Do you have a photo with the stunt double? Oh, I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. Did take a picture with the stunt double? I didn't take a picture with the stunt double, but he, well. Did he take a picture with you? 
No, he didn't take a Damn. picture with me. That would have been no freaking pictures. Instagram. I know. Gold, 200 likes men. I know. You're right. 200 likes men. Yeah, for Damn sure. Damn it. Uh, but O'Donnell got his revenge because, like, there was a fight combat. Because so the first scene yep. – I'll be brief. Yep. The first scene is, like, O'Donnell and his partner, they're undercover. They're undercover as art dealers so they can catch me. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So they come in and there's a scene where I kind of meet Chris O'Donnell yeah. as the cop. And I think that he's a prospective buyer for my shadily gotten Do black sniff, market paintings. Are you sniffing something's funny here? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. You're ready to do business. I'm Hieronymus. He's Hieronymus. I'm Hieronymus. I'm ready to do business. Art oh, business. Hieronymus Anonymous. Go Correct. On. Okay. okay, so then the second scene, and this I gather is like the thrilling conclusion to the episode, the okay. big sort of set piece, yes. is now like the auction. Now there's an Still auction. Still in the warehouse. All, all in the warehouse. Yep. There's an auction. Now there's a handful of extras Are you there. leading the auction or are you in attendance just waiting to see who's going to buy your Very art? much leading it. <gasps> very much leading it saying, okay, welcome people. How uh, many people are in the scene? Is there a lot of people at the auction? Not a lot. I mean like – 50? No. A dozen extras. Okay. Max. Okay. A dozen. Okay. Um – I'm sort of introducing it. Here are the paintings. We'll start the bidding, whatever it was that I say. Oh, okay. my gosh. And then I kind of take a step back. Yes. Then I see Chris O'Donnell sort of whispering to – Now he, you're sniffing out something fishy. Now I get suspicious. Do you run? Do you hide? Not, or do you fight? Not only do I not run and hide, I pull a weapon from my bespoke suit. Folks, you got to ask the questions. <laughs> we almost right. did a podcast yeah. where we didn't yeah. know that in the past week <laughs> – Adam has been on television as yes. a bad guy with yes. guns. Yes, with guns. Hieronymus. With gun. Hieronymus. You had you were strapped. So strapped. do we assume that Hieronymus is always strapped? I think I think that the implication is like here's a guy that deals with shady people. He himself is shady, so he straps. Yep. Yep. He's strapped. This is like there's a million. There's Where like, did you keep the gun on your hip? No. Well, well, that was a bit of a thing. The hip was uncomfortable because it was like bulging out of my bespoke suit. I had to tuck it back, back of my pants. Oh, that's a cool look. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think the idea is that like there's there's fourteen million dollars of art here. I need to protect my stay strapped. Art. <laughs> I'd rather get caught with one than without Correct. one. Correct. So uh, I, they try to escape once they realize that I've made them. Mm. One that I have sussed them out. So they try to escape, and I literally chasing, say the words chasing. I, I want to hear these words. Chasing. Don't make. <laughs> I want to hear the words. But was I there a chasing? I pull my gun and no no. Chase. Yep. I pull the gun and I literally say, "Not so fast." Good line. <laughs> that that's classic, what people that bad guys. That's say. that's cool because like, no one has ever said that. No one's ever that. That's like for... a new line <laughs> in cinema, in police lingo, yeah, exactly. in just like fight lingo. That's right. Not, not a trope. Not so, so fast. fast. Not so fast. How many times did you have to say that line? And did you get notes? Did they ask you to slow it down, speed it up? No, the uh, the director, who was also a cast member of the show, oh, cool. uh, was very great. It was like very – Your smooth. instincts I mean, were like, right. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. I think yeah. we, we were vibing. Hell yeah. And again, this is season literally 13 or 14 of the show. It is a well-oiled machine. For it's sure. A, they're, it's Still got to do your job, Hieronymus. Still got to do my job. Hit the marks, say the lines, do yeah. it right. So you say not so fast. fast. Do they oblige? Well, do they well, Do they slow down? And now I got a gun pointed at them. They better slow down. But I imagine – and no LL? No LL. Where L? Where is LL? I think maybe in this episode he had the other the other storyline. Whatever that may okay. be. Bummer. Bummer, dude. Right. We wanted to meet LL. Of course. You meet LL Cool J. Do you take a picture with him? Uh, I'm not a picture taker. I, I don't have that die. impulse. But with LL, uh, yes. maybe I would have made an exception because we're I don't such buy fans. it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't know if I would do that, though. I don't know if I see myself doing that. Okay. Um, but not uh, so fast. Gun is pulled. Not so fast. Gun is pulled. How does O'Donnell do it? Well, he karate chops and he... Stop time! I mean... (laughs) 
And so no one thrilling, just casually says, well, he karate the chops. Thrilling le- the How thrilling... close was he to your gun that he could just chop it out of your head? It was a close range. It was a bit of a close range because I'm approaching and as I sort of am saying sinister things to them. and I'm But not shooting him. Not shooting him. They're the heroes of the show. And I'm walking up and I'm approaching him. I'm just and walking at you with this gun yeah, pulled. And then he just says, okay, you're now in karate chop yeah, range. I'm the Whack. hero. Right. Whack. I'm Chris O'Donnell. Okay. You, you beat me out of that. So did he karate chop it out ago. of your hand? And this is where, so they had the stunt double do it first. Yes. It was a whole fight choreography O'Donnell's piece. getting a stunt double too? Uh, yeah, he, um, good question. Did he maybe? Okay. I think so at first. Did the so, stunt double make you look tough? Like, could you fight when you were watching the stunt double? Was uh, he putting up a fight? Uh, no, no. I mean, it was a, it was a simple thing where he like punches me or he like apprehends me. He like gets the gun. I take a step back. I swing for him with my left hand, like a left hand yeah. hook. He ducks. He grabs me by the lapels and he throws me against the wooden pallets in the warehouse. Okay. End of fight sequence. And then, and, the and then he's sequence, got the gun he, on me. And then do you go with your face pressed against the wall for that final tight shot? Like, are you, or is it just this? It's stunt back double? against the pallet. He's got the gun on me now. Yeah, wow. And he has a quippy line that I can't remember. Sure. Cut to me in cuffs and I'm being dragged down. Okay. Hieronymus. How was the, ex- all very in, fun. Very, very fun, fun experience? Very fun. Very Would you fun. like to be on a procedural show? Sure, yeah, it was great. Me too. It was very cool. They had in the, you, you'd be good too. You'd be good. I'd love it. <laughs> in the, in the, one of the things that I hadn't experienced, um, I haven't been around. I mean, whatever, fake guns, this and that. Yeah. But for the movie that we were talking about when I shot in Hawaii, they had a million fake guns, but none of them were – none of – they didn't load any of them. But th- oh, this – baby blue. They had Ex- the, dummy rounds or I whatever. I hate that, man. That, we just – It was real Coming loud. off that movie, Rust. It was, yeah, exactly. Well, this was – oh, uh, yeah. Because wasn't was there that. like a huge thing for my Yahtzee saying we don't need to have explosions coming out of these guns? It's so easy to do it in post. Exactly. I was sort of surprised. So they had to pass around earphones, pass around sure. earplugs. And it was, I mean, first of all, echoey warehouse, but right. like, they're like machine gun dummy rounds. That was a, loud as hell. I'll tell you when you don't want to be shooting that episode. April oh. Fools. <laughs> because if someone has the wrong idea of, of what a prank, a prank is. <laughs> Seriously. A, you could be blown away. That's correct. B, you could be shipped off and actually arrested. That's right. Not to be joked about. Not to be joked if about. If Chris O'Donnell's stunt double is actually a cop yes. and he is act the prank is I'm going to really arrest you and throw you in jail for a long time. Yes. Not a fun Not prank. Not a fun for me. prank. Could Not be a fun a, prank. For him, that could be a best prank ever. Yes. Not for everybody. As we've discussed on the show before, too, pranks, it's like with a prank, and this is something we're trying to impart into our three-year-old. It's okay. like a joke is only funny if everyone's laughing. Mm. A prank is like it, like that's why, mm. like, and again, we've talked about punked too. Like, we crossed the line a couple times on some of those pranks where, like, the person being pranked is not having a good time. Right. So that makes it a bad prank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> need to, everyone needs to be having fun. That's at the, the issue end of with it. pranks. Yeah. And we'll, well, we'll wrap it up around here. Yeah. There's no. Like real clean mark of a successful prank. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, because right. you don't actually know the emotional state of the person it happened Pranked. to while it's happening. Correct. Like I've seen videos where someone like will fill someone's entire car up with popcorn, and while it's funny, like that sucks. Annoying. Annoying. And so annoying. Glad you got the video. Glad you had your fun. Yeah. Sucks. Are you gonna help me sweep the smart food out of my car? Like we should really at least have one balancing day on the American calendar because I don't yeah. know if Amer- April Fool's Day is a national <laughs> international holiday. <laughs> I don't know either. Where we just do good sincere things yeah. for people. If we're going to have a fool's day, April we good need day. to have a uh, a May good day. May good day. May just good do day. Good May. <laughs> May good day. day. Yeah, it rolls right off the it's mouth. Catch Not the too. tongue, it like kind of rolls your... off the mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
May <laughs> spills and falls out of your mouth. Right. Yeah, just a good, sincere kind of active, yeah. active. Uh, what is it? The Honda helpful. Oh, the helpful Honda. Guys. Random acts of kindness. Yes. Yeah, that we need to sort of channel take your cue from Honda. Mm, take your cue from Honda. Go to the Discord, email us, or go on Twitter, and yeah. let us know uh, acts that you would like to see, and what day would ideally be best for your calendar. Yeah, what works for you guys. What works for you guys. In your schedule, yeah. And we'll try and identify a May good, May day, good day, and then maybe, if we remember, which we won't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do an episode about it. Yeah, May good day. Yeah. Yeah. But right now, it's April, April Fool's! And this was the best pranks ever episode. Coming at you on Coming at you. Before that episode... <laughs> On VH1, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Don't thank you so much. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>